Blog Talk Radio. Challenging, thought-provoking, insightful. This is God in Country, the collision of faith and politics. Hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Through counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. With today's edition of God in Country, here is host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener. I, I don't really know what to do here. I'm, I'm I was in here. I was walking walking through the walking through the building. I was walking through the building, and and I 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 was I was just walking through the building just now. And um, well, I'm seeing this room, and there's this microphone, and I've always wanted to be a rock star, so I see this microphone, and I come up to the microphone, and I uh, and I uh, and I um, I'm thinking about singing and the, you know rapping and stuff. I'm a rapper. And uh, so what I was, what I was, what I was, what I was gonna do is, and then all of a sudden, then this music, and then this Doctor Sean Ninja Pastor. I don't even know who is this guy. I don't even know. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's nobody here. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I'm, I don't see anybody. I see this dog. It's got a thing on him. Says mascot. I don't know. It's crazy. Nah, I'm just kidding. It's me. Welcome to the Collision of Faith and Politics. This is the fastest hour in radio. We have a great show for you today. By the way, the chat room is open. And the phone lines are open, too. Here's the number. 646-595-4641. That is 646-595-4641. I will try to pay attention to that. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. I see people logging in. And uh, good to have you. Good to have you here with us. And um, just so you know, I'll say this at the open, you know, we were on TogiNet for a year, and the year expired today. And uh, we that was a good initial experience, you know, to get our feet wet. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is, uh, and we did well. We grew an audience, um, I think it different points in time, we were up over 400,000 people, and we want you people to come over to us here at Blog Talk Radio. This is the new network I'll be on. I love it. Everything works. Everybody does what they say they're going to do, and I like it. You know, I'm into excellence. I wrote a book called Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America. And so, as such, you know, I'm over here at Blog Talk Radio. It's awesome they're awesome people they they do what they say and they do it well and I, I dig that so tell your friends it's really important that you tell your friends you got to tell your friends because that's how this show grows is you tell your friends you encourage them to listen you send them the links if you're signed up if you're a if you went to god and country radio show uh the radio show page on facebook it's just facebook.com backslash God and Country Radio, you go to that, 
you click on sign up up underneath my picture. You'll see it there up under the banner. Click on sign up. Sean's made it very, very simple. Not me, Sean, because if it was up to me, it wouldn't be simple. It would be very difficult because I don't have any idea how he does what he does. But uh, Sean, my, my good buddy Sean, has done all that stuff, and, and he uh, he's kicking butt and taking names. And so all you do is click on sign up, and that's very important. I love that you listen, but it's real important you sign up. No, you don't have to sign over your firstborn or anything like that. It's nothing like that. So it's good. It's good. You sign up. We don't share your information primarily because I don't know how. Uh, not primarily. I mean, come on, let's be honest. I wouldn't do it anyway. And uh, so anyway, today's show, today is the Collision of Faith and Politics. Lies, doctor tell about, lies Doctors Tell About Guns Part 2. And so many of you wrote to me uh, last week. I got a deluge. I like saying that word, deluge. You ever you have words that you just love to say? Words you just love to say, just for whatever reason. You just like them. And one of my words is deluge. Uh, the rain came down. It was a deluge. You know? I don't like gully washer. I don't like that. It's too cartoony. Oh, it was like a gully washer out there. <laughs> nah, it's not funny. I mean... Flooding. Nobody laughs at flooding. It's not funny. But anyway, so many of you, uh, you just flooded me with, uh, with, with emails and messages. And because last week's show, as you'll recall, I went ninety minutes last week. Remember, next week we're four to six. That next week and there after, four to six, two hours. And so, so many of you had said, "Look, come on, can you finish last week's show?" And last week's show was on how Obama is using doctors to take your guns away. So I listened to you. And this week, I listen. And this week, I'm finishing off from last week's uh, really hugely popular show. I don't have the numbers on it, but I know that it was uh, was crazy. If, if the emails and uh, you know all of those things are an indication, uh, it was definitely uh, definitely a Kind of a killer show, I guess. But look, if you own or carry guns, if you like the Second Amendment, this show is for you. And I'm going to I'm going to prove to you today. I'll prove to you that your your doctor, he's a government agent, and he's trying to take your guns away. He or she. So don't miss it. I'm not saying all doctors, by the way. I think that's important. I think it's really really important. Uh, don't get it twisted. I I want you to know. Uh, that I don't think all doctors, in fact, this information came from a dear friend of mine uh, who I love, physician, great physician, also great patriot, and uh, got this information, and that's, that's, you know, critical because you got to know these things, and my job is to tell you. You dig what I'm saying? My job is to tell you. So I listened. And I want to give you the rest of the story, and I don't want to leave you hanging. So, tell your friends. By the way, if you're if you're if you're not on your cell phone or your smartphone or whatever, uh, and you're able to text your friends, text away, man. Give them this link, send them here, and uh, get them to listen in. We'd love that. We'd absolutely love it. Or get them to go to the Facebook page, facebook.com/backslash God and Country Radio. Get them to do that. That'd be awesome. And I'll love you for it. It's conditional love. <laughs> Anyway, welcome to all warfighters. And I said this in the last hour. I said Amy, and I almost said it again. Uh, Army, well, I'll tell you what, what they're trying to do to the daggone uh, armed forces, they, 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 might, they might change the name to Amy. 
By the way, did you hear they put in a uh, a genderless, a non-gender specific um, restroom at the White House? Did you know that? Yeah, they did. So Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, and sheepdogs, uh, uniformed and clandestine services standing on the line for us. And I want to add to that. I want to say that I have a lot of uh, guys that work for me and and a lot of my good buddies are United States Secret Service, uh, Delta Force, Army Delta Force, uh, CIA Protection Group. You know, people like that, you're all out there getting her done too. And and people don't realize that how many people, really good people, are out there fighting on our behalf. They're 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 trying to get this thing done. But we forget about them. And we shouldn't. Thank you all for joining us on the on the uh, chat. I guess the purpose of chat is to do it quietly and don't say anything, but uh, you know, I'm trying to do two things at once here. That's difficult for me. Hello to our United States Marines deployed from the Tidewater, Virginia area, and hello also to the Army Rangers and Ranger instructors listening today all over the world. Rangers lead the way, and listen, one particular Ranger, I'm glad you made it back safely to your base. We were praying for you, and we're glad you're okay. Hello to the United States Navy SEALs listening around the world. Thank you all for listening. Uh, there's a guy by the name of, I told you about uh, the uh, Michael Strange Foundation was having a beef mm, beer I was at that, and I'm going to tell you about it. It was awesome, but I'm not going to tell you right now. But there was a certain Navy SEAL, world-famous Navy SEAL, known in the SEAL community, known known in the, uh, the military community as the man. And so uh, I met Drago, gave him, a, gave him a book. You thought I gave him a kidney. He was hanging on to that thing all night long, and he's actually agreed to be on the show. He's actually eager to do it. What do you hear of this guy's story? Guy's from Poland, and he just loves America. He comes over here, becomes a legal American and uh doesn't just join up the navy he joins up uh the navy seals joins becomes a seal for Pete's sake it's incredible incredible story you're going to hear all about it we'll have him on for the whole show uh, for 2 hours hey welcome to my gold star family listen you're you're a fraternity nobody wants to join but i treasure you and i stand with you and in america i, I got to say this there's people in your own town probably on your own block they've given everything They've given everything, children, their spouses, their parents. They we're still fighting these wars. I don't you know, I don't know if you you folks know. We're we're still fighting these wars. The the left apparently doesn't know. They don't know. But I know. I know. And these good people that listen to this show, you know. Are you listening? You know. People all over you, they gave everything. They lost everything. People say time heals all wounds. Time heals nothing. Time heals nothing. Listen, if you don't if you don't do something, you get a cut on your arm, a big cut or a big cut on your foot. Well, that's just not good. But you say, Well, you know what? Time heals all wounds. Time heals all wounds, and I'll be fine. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to, I'll be fine. 
I'm here to tell you, time heals no wounds. None at all. No wounds at all. Doesn't heal anything. It gets infected. It's what you do with that time. And these Gold Star families that I work with, I, I, uh, I tell you, I love them. They're all close friends, close personal friends. I love them. Uh, they've all been on this show one time or another. We'll have them on again. But I want to give a special shout-out to the great Gold Star families all across the United States, volunteers at the Michael Strange Foundation, America's Mighty Warriors, and Operation 300 for Our Son. Thank you, Charlie and Marianne Strange and the Hill Groups and Sean and Angie. You guys are all patriots. You put the, the U in the USA. And all the, So many volunteers over there at all these different ones. Uh, thank you to Debbie Lee, dear sister in Christ. Love you. Karen and Billy Vaughn, also sister and brother in Christ. Thank you for taking up the fight for our soldiers and families. But let me tell you, I'm just going to tell you right now, this benefit fundraiser, beef and beer, remember? But tell you, I don't know how you could not remember. I'm, I've been telling you this for seems like 154 months. You know, how could you not know? I don't know, but I've been hawking this thing forever. Up in North Philly, it was amazing. Off of Frankfurt Avenue, St. Dominic's. Amazing. Let me tell you, the beef part of the mm beer was awesome was so good. Let me say this. Uh, I'm I'm just going to – I'm on this special diet. See, I was in this bad car crash, and so I've got to really take care of myself. And, and so uh, there's this autoimmune diet or elimination diet thing. I don't think I'm allowed to have horseradish. I'm not sure. I'll have to check with the experts on that. However, some accidentally slipped onto my roast beast uh, that they were serving up there. The volunteers were serving, which they did a phenomenal job. Everything there was delicious. It was it was amazing. But the beef, oi, so good. So good. So uh I'm telling you, like I say, I don't know if I don't know if the if the um horseradish I don't know if I'm allowed to eat that. But some accidentally, possibly on purpose, ended up on my roast beast. And I'm t- that'll light you up. I don't know where that stuff came from. But wow. If you've got a got a sinus issue it'll handle it and my buddy darren and karen and wes and sean the nice people at the uh at the michael strange foundation charlie and marianne they they had a nice reserve table for us right up there right up front and it was awesome it was so good you could have been there with us if you'd have come with us and let us know you were coming we'd be glad to have you but i have to say um my buddy darren he you know he took a generous portion which didn't look to be a generous portion to me they look normal to me, but woo, lit him up. And then I had some on mine. And I'm telling you, I had no problem breathing all night long. But let me tell you what. I told you before the entertainment was going to be top class, but I did not know. I had no idea this guy, Michael LeCompe, I think is his name. He's If you're from Philly, you, you know, he. this guy, I mean, he's, everybody knows who this guy is. He's 53 years old since he's 18. Since he's 18, he's performing professionally as a musician uh in in Philadelphia. And I'm just going to tell you this guy was awesome. His band was amazing. Three guys. Now first of all, let me tell you. He's got a beat up uh uh Ford Excursion, which is my favorite. Really uh an an incredible incredible vehicle. You know I'm a Ford guy. 
I was in, in my crash, I was in a uh, Chevy Suburban. And, um, you know, all props to Chevy. Uh, it was amazing. And, and nobody, uh, nobody at all. By the way, I, I want to say something. I'm interrupting myself. It has nothing to do with what I'm saying right now. But 150 lashes, that's a sentence a woman uh, is given in Saudi Arabia for driving a car. You want to hear another number? $25 million, that's the amount of money Secretary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, accepted from Saudi Arabia for the Clinton Foundation. Let me just, let me lay something on y'all. This chick thinks that she's, somehow or another, she's a uh, a champion of women. She's a champion, she's a liar. Remember when she was talking all that talk about the 3 a.m. phone call, you know, when she was actually competing against, she was running against... Um, against uh Barack. Right? Remember uh she she had that um little commercial who's ready to answer the phone at three AM for an inter- international incident? Well then Benghazi happened to her at three AM. And what did she do? No help. No help at all. So you know, I'm just saying I'm just putting that out there. It has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. But anyway, so the so the beef and beer was rocking. It was so good. I loved it. Uh, great people, Charlie and Marianne and the gazillions. You know, just so many volunteers. They were amazing, I'm telling you. They worked so hard. And they put on a top-notch deal. I mean... A top-notch deal, and they hit their number. I mean, they raised they raised some serious money, and I have to thank all of you guys. Uh, many of you, my buddy Jerry, you know, he couldn't go, uh, but he bought tickets. That speaking of my buddy Jerry, so smart. That commercial was in 2008. Who's ready to answer the phone at 3 a.m.? That's Hillary. She did that in 2008. That she didn't do so good when she got her chance, right? So you're going to give her another chance? Come on, people. You see these people interviewed. This has nothing to do, by the way, with what I'm talking about. But um, these people that get interviewed about, you know, who you're voting for. Well, Hillary, of course. It's her time. She's so smart. She cares about people. She cares about women's issues. She's a very caring person. I like her. Um, yeah, not so much. Not so much. No track record. And and honestly, until John Kerry, I, I don't know if John Kerry is worse than her as a Secretary of State. Well, let's put that out for vote. Who thinks the the worst? Who's worstest? <laughs> Got me some water. Drink me up some Fiji water. It's not really Fiji water. I'll just fill it back up again. Anyway, I'm telling you, they had everything there. Uh, it, it was uh, they had all kinds of beers. Who knew? I thought they'd just make you have one beer, but one type of beer. But no, it, they had all kinds of beers. They had water. They had soda. 
Uh, they had 50-50. They had, listen, they had more 50-50s than I've ever seen in my life. Not 50-50, but yeah, 50-50. And then they had other things, this card thing. You write your name on a card for how much ever dollars, and then you win $150. Your card gets picked, you win $150. Um, the 50-50, whoever won, which is what I do when I go to 50-50s, except for the racetrack. When I go, I go to this um, – I love doing this. I just love doing this. I know I'm a hick. I'm a redneck. But I like going to this uh, miniature mini sprint cars. If we had a real full-on sprint racing, dirt racing nearer to me, I think uh, Williams Grove, Pennsylvania is probably the closest, But and I've been there with my buddy Chuck. But um, I have to tell you, I would go to that. I mean, I would, I would, I'm addicted. And I, I love that stuff. But I, but I have to say, um, if I win the 50-50 there – then I don't give it. I don't give it back. Uh, I don't. Nobody does. So anyway, but at this uh, Michael Strange, I had purpose to, anytime I do it at a, a charity, I always give it back. I just say, here, you know, take it back. You're welcome. You know, and that's cool because they get to raise money and they get to keep the whole deal. How much ever they raise, they get to keep. And that's that's banging, dude. That's That's a cool thing to be able to do for them. Because, you know, you think about it, you know, it's, it'd be cool to win. I think it was, I don't know, like six $600, something like that. And the guy that won, listen, I know for a fact the guy that won is not a rich dude. He's not wealthy. But he, he didn't even hesitate. And then and then there was uh, the card game thing. There was a guy in a wheelchair and a young guy. I don't know his story. I don't know anything about him. But young guy, uh, clearly and obviously significantly handicapped and he uh he wins that card thing and gives the money back may hey, keep it he says amazing amazing so they hit their number it was it was amazing but i gotta tell you this this band unbelievable i'd go see this guy again and his band he's three guys he comes up in this excursion i started to tell you and uh this excursion Ford excursion beat up you know he's in philly he's riding in philly you know you don't you don't want to ride around Philly in a swank red or white truck. Definitely not a white truck. A red one, maybe, but not a white truck. So, <laughs> you know, this thing's beat up, and, and he's out there sweating. He's unloading, you know, and I think he's like a, a helper or something. Three guys, three total guys. They set up in like 32 seconds, and all of a sudden they start, and I'm telling you, killer. Killer. Just they ripped it up. But the other thing I didn't know, I had no idea. I've seen Joe Conklin before. I've seen him previously, and he was amazing. I told you he was amazing, and he was amazing. He was amazing. I mean, he was really, really good. Uh, but he got up there and sang with this band. And I kid you not, folks, he shredded. He was really, really good. And he's a Philly boy. Joe Conklin's a Philly boy. Made it big. But anyway, the the point of it is 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 that uh oh, let me tell you what. This was a hard day to be on. I said hard, hard day. Hard day to be on this diet. Folks, they had cake. They had this huge cake. You could smell it from like, I don't know, 30 feet away. They had cookies. Uh they had they had uh Potato salad, you know that stuff was home done, Philadelphia style. And they had uh, macaroni salad. Oh, man, I'm telling you. It was hard to resist, folks, hard to resist. Virtually impossible. 
I could I could be there for hours doing all that stuff. Just for hours. Ugh, it was awesome. So I was there with Wes and and uh Wes and Darren and Karen and Sean and Colleen and me. We were all right up in there. I don't think I'm forgetting anybody at my table. And uh sitting right in front of us, there's one table in front of us before the stage and that was uh Drago. Uh remember the seal I told you about? Polish guy? No, he's he's not just a Polish guy. I said that like, you know, oh, he's got some Polish heritage. No, he's from Poland. The dude is from Poland. He he was a Polish citizen and he immigrated legally to the United States because he loved America so much. He wanted to serve. So he didn't just join the Navy. He joined the Navy SEALs, folks. And he was a, a top tier one operator for 20 years. So I talked to him, gave him a signed book and thanked him for his service, you know, fellow Navy guy. And and uh, I really enjoyed talking to the guy. And uh, so he's going to be on the show. So look for that in the coming weeks. Uh, he's a real busy guy. There's I'm writing a book about him and and I, I, I'm pretty confident there's going to be a movie about him. But the dude retired in 2011. And let me just tell you this. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know who else was sitting at our table? I'll tell you, how could I forget? How could I forget? Philly Bob. You guys hear me talking about Philly Bob all the time? And his dear wife, Millie. And Robert, his son who will be president one day. Ho! Oh, let me tell you. I told you, I tell you all the time when I talk about the Gold Star families and who that works, you heard me mention them. Um, unbelievable people. You wouldn't believe what these people do. They're they're unreal. They're in the fight all the time. All the time. They never get out of the fight. They're always in it. And uh, so, anyhow, they, they were there at our table. We really enjoyed them. Now, I know them from before, obviously, but, but what a what a just awesome blessing to have them there with us. And, you know, we couldn't really hear i tell you the truth. We couldn't really hear. I was My voice was a little uh, little hoarse because there was so much going on. You know, I mean, there was music and laughter and, you know, uh, it, it was just fun. It was a bunch of neighborhood people. Hey, there were some motorcycle groups there, uh, some politicians. But the politicians, you know, they, they didn't – they weren't given uh, free reign to talk. You know, Charlie, I don't know if you guys know Charlie, but Charlie doesn't play. Charlie doesn't play. You know, he doesn't play around. You know, he listen, he's not going to have, he, he, he is not going to have a bunch of politicians standing up there bloviating. He's not going to do it. And he didn't. He spoke short and sweet, got to the point, brought some good truth, and then they and then they sat down. Well, it was just awesome. It was just plain awesome. I'm telling you, I, we had such a good time. Now, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Now, I I preach the next day at our Kehala there in. Uh, if I'm in town, then I'm there on Sunday. And we have a live broadcast of that, by the way. I don't know if you know. If you hit the subscribe thing, you'll get that. And um, what it does is it's it's a church service, but it's it's a Really different sort of church service. It's it's way different. We call it a kehala. That's a Hebrew, the proper Hebrew word for church. But 
They came to, actually, the, the Hill Groups came down to that. It was just a pleasure to have them there. That's a long haul, folks. That's like two hours from Philly. We have people that come from right outside of D.C. that come to this thing every Sunday. It blows my mind. We have, we have a good time. We have good food. I always talk about it. People say people have said, well, I tell you what, uh, Philly Bob, he could he could verify for me that uh, we do, in fact, have awesome food. Because I talk about it all the time. People would send me messages. You guys don't really have all that food. You're just saying that. No, no, no. No, for real. It's it's incredible. It's incredible. Really, really good. Seriously. I wouldn't lie to you about food. Look, you know by now. You people ought to know by now. I do not lie about food. No, I don't. I do not do it. It's sacred. Food is sacred. Holla. <laughs> Oh, yeah, have good food. Anyway, so we we had all said, you know, we're going to be tired. I have to speak the next day. You know, everybody's got stuff to do. Um, you know, we're there's a long haul up there, so we're not going to stay. You know, we're not going to stay forever. We're just going to uh, – we're just going to – you know what? We're going to go. Maybe we'll stay till 9.30 or 10. But we had such a good time that we just stayed on. We just stayed on. I can't remember what time we left, but it was late. Late. I don't think I got to bed till like two thirty or three. It's late, Oof. or early, I guess you'd say. But we had a good time. It was awesome. They hit their mark, and that's what matters, folks. You say you want to get involved. You say you, you care about the family. And let me let me say this to you. And I don't mean to be mean, but I kind of do. I'm so tired of hearing all about how uh, you know I want to do something. I want to do something for these families. I want to do, you know, our troops and our the Gold Star families. I want to do something. You know, I just mentioned to you three great organizations. Michael Strange Foundation right here in Philly, but they have a national reach ministering to the to the families, Gold Star families. It's awesome what they do. They counsel them they get them together, everything free of charge. They raise money. That's what this beef and beer was for, folks, was to raise money so that we can bring in the Gold Star families. Folks, there's 7,400 soldiers have been killed. That's just uniform soldiers been killed in these wars. Iraq and Afghanistan, that's it. 7,400. Almost 290 in Pennsylvania alone. Here's an interesting fact. Do you know that Philadelphia, specifically Pennsylvania, but really more specifically Philadelphia, lost the most in Vietnam? Of the 50-plus thousand people, almost 60,000 soldiers that were killed in the Vietnam War, they call it a conflict, but it it was a war. People die, it's a war. And they, uh, but Philadelphia really, really took a beating. Unfair share, but it's a huge number. Very, very disproportionate to the rest of the country. Good people there in Philly. Good people, especially these people. But anyway, so Michael Strange Foundation raising money to do what they do. America's Mighty Warriors, Debbie Lee, Operation 300 for our son. Debbie Lee at America's Mighty Warriors and Karen and Billy Vaughn. 
get a hold of them we on our Facebook page. I know right now. I know for a fact. I know Sean's all over it. He's got Sean, the firefighter, military active duty guy who does uh, – I don't know. I don't know how this guy does what he does. It blows my mind, and he just does it. He just does it. So there's all kinds of links, by the way. All kinds of good stuff. But you can go there and you can click on those links, and if you want to get involved, get her done. Stop talking about it. Hey, real quick, you've all heard the the crazy but sadly true stories of the public school teachers. They tell your kid they can't wear, or your neighbor's kid, or your nephew, or your grandson, you know, or niece. Well, you can't wear that T-shirt with a cross on it. You can't wear that cross necklace, or you can't pray in the end zone after a touchdown, or, you know, you can't look up to heaven and point. Oh, no, no, no. You can't speak of Jesus in your valedictorian speech. You can't do that. If you do, we're going to take away your diploma. We're going to withhold it. You think I'm making that stuff up, but that's all real stuff people. You say I don't have a school-age kid. I get that. I get that. You say I, I raised my children. I raised up my young vote. Mm-hmm. I get that. But the Saul Alinsky method is starting the schools, man. Kick God out, first of all. First and foremost, you got to kick God out. Kick God out. Make life mean nothing. That's the next, you know, important step. Then, then, then he convince you that what the media says is true. Tell the biggest lie you can tell, and just keep telling it. My buddy Jerry in Pennsylvania, Hillary's issues: liar, greed, entitlement, no positive accomplishments, and all kind of foreign money. But she'll stand up there and talk about, I care about the the middle class. And women, I care about women. Really? So you took $25 million from people who give 150 lashes for a, a woman driving a car in Saudi Arabia. What's even more important than that is help me understand. Help me understand. Isn't anybody concerned that we're taking, these people are taking money from Saudi Arabia? Well, what is Saudi Arabia's horse in the race here, dog in the hunt. What? Oh, now I'll be accused of being a sexist and a this, that, and the other, because while referring to Hillary Clinton, I was talking about a horse in the race or a dog in the hunt. So sorry, so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm not sorry. Come on. But I'm not going to make comments. Uh, a lot of times on Facebook, you know, you'll see stuff, and Twitter, you'll see stuff making fun of people, how people look, you know, their appearance. Uh, by the way, on the Facebook page, God and Country Radio, uh, Facebook page, you'll see in the photos a picture of me. I'm wearing a, I think that's a pink shirt. Uh, and then you'll see next to me, uh, Drago. Oh, man. Retired in 2011. Give that dude a gun. He's ready to fight. He is solid through and through. Well, anyway. I could go on and on. We're going to hire somebody like Hillary. Saudi America. Saudi Arabia. I mean... Somebody help me with this. Why isn't the whole world jumping up and down? Well, at least America. Why Why aren't they? Because they, they don't care, folks. They don't care. So this Alliance Defending Freedom, they put together this guide. And Delaware, I have to give a hat tip. 
uh, Mr. Street down there at uh, Delaware Family Policy Council because he got me out one super fast, and and uh, and and Nicole Tice and her her great team of volunteers there. I mean, they're awesome. And so they told me about this this resource, and what it is 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 a um, it's a guide. It's a little little spiral bound guide, student rights handbook, a guide to constitutionally protected freedom, religious freedom on campus. And I'm telling you. It'll blow your mind. It will, first of all, to blow your mind what they're actually doing in the public schools. Now, why should it matter to you if you don't have children? Because your tax dollars are paying these people. They're paying these teachers. They're paying these administrators. And I'll tell you what, most of the time, I don't think it's the teachers. I think it's the administrators. Because they're in that position because of political clout. But if you go to AllianceDefendingFreedom.org, you can you can ask for the Student Rights Handbook. Just type that in the search bar. It's quick and easy. Or you can go to Facebook.com backslash God and Country Radio and click on that. It's right there. Sean makes it so easy. Even I can do it. Sean, S-E-A-N, not Sean, S-A-W-N. All right. So I got to tell you, Keepers of the Republic. If you're a Keeper of the Republic, especially if you're in Delaware, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Washington, D.C., Saturday, this coming Saturday, folks, this coming Saturday. By the way, I want to give uh, deepest condolences uh, to Sean's family, um, lost his mom, Flo, and uh, his his immediate and extended family for Angie. Um, Very sorry for your loss. I'll be with you um, as you uh, celebrate her life. And uh, it's tough to lose a mom, tough, tough to lose a parent. Tough to lose a parent. It's tough to lose anybody, but oof, man, bury your parent. Tough thing, so we're praying for you, and we love you. But this Saturday, it's the day after the funeral. This Saturday, um, i got to tell you, I I just about go apoplectic. I about blow a gasket when I hear people. When people say, oh, I listen to you, and we're all fired up, and I want to, 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 I want to get. I want to do something. I want to do something. I'm on the Facebook. I got my 312 friends, and I'm on Facebook, and I'm, and, I, and then I just signed up for Twitter, and I'm I'm fighting the good fight on their Twitter. You know, and uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I went to a I went to a uh, a gathering. You know, a rally. I went to that. I did voter drives too. I'm not saying don't do any of those things. I'm not saying don't do Facebook. Look, we we got to reclaim, we got to redeem social media for conservatism. We have to do that. There's no doubt about it. We got to do it. We got to do it. But folks, I am here to tell you that that alone will not do it. Facebook posts, they won't save the republic. Rallies, voter drives, all that stuff. What will save the republic is this Saturday level 1 training. Level one training. Centerforselfgovernance.com. Write that down. Or you can go to the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash God and Country Radio Show. Click on that center. And I don't get paid for this. Look, folks, I'm going to the training. I've already been to level one training. I'm going again this Saturday. I'll be there. By the way, I also have some books. We're actually going to do like kind of like what we do with our Sunday care lots at the same place. We will, uh, if you want, you don't have to, but bring food. And you can, you know, nosh. It's a it's a day long course. It costs fifty dollars a person. I think there's discounts for kids. And and you know what? Uh, while I'm talking about kids, listen, I, I realize, I full on realize, we are all overcommitted. We got activities. 
those of us, well, I don't have young kids anymore, but don't get me crying. I wish they were. I wish they were still little. But we got kids. You got uh, you need a little R and R because it's been a busy week. But let me ask you something. And, you know, people say, oh "My gosh, it's a whole day." My gosh, that'll kill me. Whole day. My goodness, how long do I even stay awake? My lands. Oh my heck. You have to have a lot of coffee. Well, we will have coffee, I believe. Look, I, I know you need some rest. I dig that, but we're losing our country. Would you take your kids to a travel lacrosse game for the day, be outside all day in the wind and the sun and the heat and the cold and standing? We're going to have comfortable chairs. You'll have tables. you have incredible material to go home with. Unreal. How about around a golf? Now, I'm not against golf. I can't play since my crash, but my buddy, my, my great, great friend Jerry was teaching me how to play. Uh, and then I had to crash, and I can't do it anymore. But I'm I'm not opposed to golf. Look, I love being out there. I love it. But skip it for this one day. Skip it to save the country. This I'm I'm just I'm telling you I'm I'm not making this up. This day of training with us because I'll be there. Mark Herr, he'll be the primary trainer. I'm telling you, this guy is one of the founders. He's a military veteran, retired. I don't think he's been home in three years. Now, I'm not saying that as hyperbole. The dude hasn't been home in three years, running around training people, everywhere and anywhere, large groups, small groups. I've been to it. It can change your life, and I'll tell you what else. It can save our country, and I'm not exaggerating about that. How about consider if you have a teenage son or daughter, bring them. How about your wife? Bring your spouse. How about your husband? Maybe the wife's the one's fully engaged and drag the drag the husband there. I'm telling you, you'll love it. Make it a family day. There'll be a bunch of families there. It's going to be awesome. You go to centerforselfgovernance.com. Centerforselfgovernance.com. You have to register. You got to reserve your seat now because we can only seat. Goodness, I think it's fifty people. You have any questions or anything like that? Go to mperkins at tncsg.org. Links on Facebook. I, I'm I'm not kidding you, folks. This is this is the real deal. This is the real deal. Hey, listen. When we get back, we're gonna do just a really super quick commercial, super super fast commercial, and then uh, one commercial. You can handle one. It's an important thing. Trust me. We get back from this commercial. I'm going to finish up what I was talking about last week. Uh, just the letters were unreal. People were just like, "Look, man, you you've got to do this. You've got to do this. You've got to finish that out." Uh, doctors and guns and all that. Doctors trying to take your guns. So, listen, we're going to do this quick commercial. Hang in, pay attention. We'll be right back. We will be back with Dr. Sean, the Ninja Pastor, after these short messages. Hey, listeners, let me tell you something really quick. Listen, if you own a gun, not even if you carry a gun, not even if you have a concealed carry permit, but if you own a gun, you need to listen up. You need to get a pen, you need to get paper, something. You need to click into your notes and your smartphone and and take this number down. First of all, the first number is 20630. Don't worry, I'll repeat it. 20630. Listen, 
you have the right to defend yourself and your loved ones and your home. All of that stuff is true. You know it is. But the moment you pull the trigger or pull your gun, you are at risk for devastating legal and financial consequences. You know, you can be arrested. You can be jailed. You can be sued. You can be fired. You can be bankrupted. Even when you've legally and justifiably used a gun in self-defense. Listen, you don't have to let this happen to you. Just call Second Call Defense. That number you want is 20630. Listen, it's going to get you a whole month free. 20630. I'll give you the number in a second. You're going to enjoy, listen, when you become a member, you're going to enjoy peace of mind of having immediate and comprehensive legal and financial protection at your fingertips the moment you pull your gun, the moment you pull the trigger, no matter where you are in the United States. You just make two calls. Your first call should always be to 911 to request an ambulance and law enforcement. And listen, we'll tell you exactly what to do, what to say, how to say it. Your second call should be to second call defense. Listen, we've got your back. It's complete legal protection for armed self-defense, and it is fully endorsed by the NRA. It's fully backed by the NRA insurance program. Folks, you've got to have this coverage. I have the Cadillac protection, which is the ultimate coverage, and I'm telling you, it is phenomenal. People say, well, I've got homeowner's coverage. That'll protect me. I've got an umbrella policy, civil liability policy. No, no, it won't. In fact, it's specifically excluded. You say, well, I'll get a public, a public defender. They'll keep me out of jail. No, they won't. First of all, usually public defenders are from liberal colleges and liberal law schools. They hate guns. They hate people that carry guns. And they're, they don't understand uh, lethal force to start with. They're overworked. They're underpaid. Is that what you want to bet your freedom on? Is that what you want to bet your financial future on? That? Are you kidding me? 877-502-3300. Secondcalldefense.org. You want to give them this number, 20630. That's the Ninja Pastors number. You give them that, they're going to give you a free month. Go to God and Country Facebook page. Uh, it's facebook.com backslash God and Country Radio. Uh, there's a place where you can sign up. You, you know, Sign up by the means of putting in your information for the show. Uh, to follow the show, but there's links on there. Once you do that, or on that page, there's a link there, and that will show you exactly where to go. You click on that link, go, get all kinds of information. There are no contracts. You're not locked in. And once you get your money back, your free uh, month back, they, they never come back and take it back. This is the best coverage out there, trust me. I- Welcome back to The Collision of Faith and Politics. Here again is Dr. Sean. Alrighty then, thank you for hanging with Ladat. Ladat. So info on doctors, you know, so many of you. I, you know, I get a lot of letters, I get a lot of emails and messages and all that stuff. I, I do, and I love all that. But last week, um, you guys were on fire. I mean, you were just, uh, you were so firm in your uh, insistence. You were just insistent. It's totally firm on, look, you got to do the rest of the show, man. You got to do the rest of the show. Well, I listened, and so I am. Because it was, it was very, very, very um, powerful stuff. And my friend, who is a doctor, who comes to the KLA on Sunday, she's the one that gave me this information. And then once I got that, then it was, you know, my crack research team turned loose on it and and uh 
So, so, but I want to give you some information on Doctors for America. You know, this is this is who did this. You know, and the, and the title of the article that kind of spurred all this uh, is "Medical Society's Call for Gun Law Changes." A guy by the name of Gregory Twachman. That's really his name. I'm not kidding you. From the Annals of Internal Medicine. I'm not making this stuff up for real. I just, I just. His name is Gregory Twachman, and from the Annals of Internal Medicine. I'm just saying. Just saying. So anyway, uh, they. This is this is what they were founded for. Doctors for America. We all love America. What this is? Look, this is what the left does. They make up names. You're intolerant because <clears throat> you don't like their. Th- well, you're intolerant. You know, if you're pro-abortion, you're pro-choice, right? That's that's how that works. You're pro-choice. Well, everybody wants choices, right? We don't want to go to the grocery store and have one thing. It's just funny to me. They make up names. It's not funny because so many in America, the low-information voters, they fall for this. But it was founded specifically to promote the Affordable Care Act. What are some of their successes? This is this is what they say their successes are. In 2012, their Patients Over Politics tour. See, what that was, is that was a tour bus of doctors traveling between conventions, educating the American public, you know, because we don't have access to information about the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare. Because that's what they needed, is they needed doctors to sign up and and say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get on a bus, a bunch of other doctors. I'm going to suspend what I do. I'm going to get on a bus with a bunch of doctors, and I'm going to travel around the United States, and I'm going to tell people who clearly are too dumb all about the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare. And they'll want to sign up then because it's so great. And everything that they said about it was a lie. Who was right about it? Who wasn't lying? Sarah Palin. Sarah wasn't lying. She told the truth. Who else wasn't lying? Ted Cruz. 20-some hours he stood and told the truth. And he was ridiculed. Sarah Palin ridiculed. Mike Lee ridiculed. Betsy McCoy, one of these days I'm going to have her on the show, former lieutenant governor. She's foremost expert on on, uh, on Obamacare. <sighs> they were right. They were telling the truth, yet they were ridiculed. The doctors traveling around the country, the people were supposed to trust, they were lying. Patients over politics. This is what they called it, the patients over politics tour. So in other words, look, we're not here. We're not doing politics. So don't hate. You can trust us. We're your doctors. Well, we're somebody's doctors. Well, maybe we're doctors. Well, we have red, we have white coats with our names on it. Patients over politics. Well, that's a good name, isn't it? Because you don't want to go against that. You don't want to doubt what they're saying because, number one, they're doctors. You trust them with your life. And over politics, of course, I'm more important than politics. i got to go listen to that. Big success for them, according to them. Also in 2012, 
uh, standing up to access to contraception. I, I'm not making this up. Can you please just trust me on this? Or you don't have to trust me. Doctors for America, you look it up. And just type this in. I'm telling you, it'll come up. Uh, Doctors for America literally did a, an event, a tour, a series of events in 2012, standing up to access to contraception tour. I'll say it again slow. Standing up to access to contraception tour. Now, this implies they're apolitical. Look, we just want you to have access to your birth control. What we really want is we want Obamacare to pay for the birth control. It's standing up for access to to concentration to contraception. That's just hard to say. They did a really good job with patients over politics tour, but standing up for access to contraception tour, not such a good name, but you know, but you know what they're saying. Look, they're they're alleging, look, I'm keeping you from your birth control pills because I'm not willing as a taxpayer you know, I needs me some pills. Y'all got to pay me pay me for my pills. And I'd like you to deliver them to me. I won't have to go anywhere. I'm going to go to my work, my school. I just want people to just hand this stuff out. That's what I need. It's wrong. Y'all are keeping it away from me. You're trying to make me get pregnant. Well, here's another one they had. I love this one. I think this might be my favorite. Docs versus Glocks. Now, the only reason why I love this the most is because it has Glocks in it, because I love Glocks. Don't get it twisted. That's not the only guns I like, but I do like Glocks. I mean, have you seen their torture test? I've never had one fail. Tens of thousands of rounds through them, I've never had one fail. But I'm just saying, if your life depends on it, I'm just putting that out there. So what do they do in this Docs for Glocks? Docs for Glocks. I kid you not, that was the name. 2011 Docs for Docs versus Glocks gathered up 200 physicians, and their whole deal was they were protesting and trying to prevent the passage of a Florida law banning doctors from asking patients about gun ownership. Now I don't know if you know, but we have this little thing. It's called the Second Amendment. Established in 1791, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It's funny, at the table uh, at the uh, Michael Strange Foundation, Beef and Beer, the Hillgroves were this, and I know uh, Bob is a military veteran, Marine, Sean's active duty, I'm former. And you know what? It, it occurred to me as we were having fun, laughing, doing our thing, just enjoying being together, that, you know, they don't want us to have guns. Military veterans, oh, oh, they don't want you to have guns. It's right in Obamacare. Hey, you even go and get evaluated for PTSD. No gun for you. They'll come to your house and they'll take it. You don't have it. You just you go and you submit to an examination to see, you know, you get screened, a screening for it. You take it away. That's why so many veterans are not wanting to go and get screened for PTSD because they're they're gun people. They like to 
They like to shoot. They like to hunt. They don't want their guns taken away. They like to protect their family. They don't want their guns taken away. So in Florida, doctors were asking patients, hey, do you have guns in your house? They would ask little kids. Here's what they would do. The pediatricians or the regular doctors or the ER doctors this is what they do. Now, you aren't in there for a gunshot wound. You're in there because you have a cold. You're in there because you stumped your toe. That's the way we say it in the country. I stumped my toe. You're in there for whatever, but it doesn't have anything to do with a gun. It doesn't have anything to do with the violence. They want to get the kid alone, little one. Hey, little Johnny. You know, everything bad that happens is always Johnny, little Johnny. Hey, little Johnny, I want to just ask you a quick question. Uh, the good doctor here in the uh, white coat, you know, you trust us for everything. And listen, we're the ones that want to help you. But um, do you have? does your mommy and daddy have any guns in your house? Any at all? You can tell, Doc. Doc, I'm Doc versus Glocks. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell, you know, I just want, you just, I just want you, you tell me, have you ever seen a gun? How about in any of your friends' houses? You got any guns at your friends' houses? I just want to, I mean, I don't want anything bad to happen to you, and you know if there's a gun, it's bad. You know, you just, you, you, you have to tell Doc. You have to tell Doc. I'm your doctor. I don't tell anybody anything, but you just tell me, are you seeing any guns? And then they just flip it into the to the intake forms. You know, to an adult, you know, there's 954 questions that have nothing to do with your problem. One of which is, hey, are you going to pay us? And all that information, which, you know, I would be honest with you, I'm not against. Look, they got to get paid. Doctors, it's like $350,000 to become a doctor. Medical school is expensive. They, you know, look, they got to get paid. This whole access to medical care is stupid. I'll talk more about that in a minute when I talk about mental health care. But anyway, don't get me started. Well, I guess you should get me started. It's kind of my show. If I'm not started by now, my lands. My lands. So this Docs versus Glocks, they assembled 200 physicians traveling all over Florida to protest and try to prevent the passage of the law, the Florida law that says, doctors, you can't ask me about gun ownership. None your business. It's none your business about whether I got a gun in my house or whether I don't. I'm not in here for a, a bullet wound. My child's not in here because they were threatened with a gun. They got a cold. And, and no, I don't need Gardasil. My child's 11 years old. My daughter's 11. She don't need Gardasil. Thank you very much. And I don't need you to tell me how to run my family. Thank you very much. So we had to pass a freaking law to keep doctors from asking patients. And now let me say this. Law gets passed. What happens? They still ask. They still ask. You think they you think they stopped? You think a law stopped them? No. It didn't stop anything. Here's what their stated mission, air quotes, mission. I really do air quotes when I say air quotes. I'm not like those fake people that say air quotes and don't actually do air quotes. I do air quotes. 
Their stated mission is to reform the system and provide access to health care for everyone. They're unbiased. Hey, maybe I need Gardasil. Maybe I missed out the whole Gardasil thing. It's not just for girls anymore. I could take me some. Maybe it would help me with aches and pains and stuff. Help me with a brain injury. So they say their stated their their mission. This is what they say their mission is: reform the system, and provide access to health care for everyone, and they're unbiased. This is what they say. Let me let me let me just touch on this for you, just really quick. What is this with the access to health care? We want to provide access to health care. What what does that mean? Access to health care. Well, many people don't have uh, the poor, underserved communities. You know, those people don't have. Uh, cars. They don't have their own cars, so we have to give them. We have to give them access, proper access. We don't want to cut them out of health care. We want them to be healthy. We owe it to them. It's a, it's a, it's a documented right in the Constitution. So they, you know, that's what we do. Well, let me ask you a quick question. Do you ever hear of a bus? They got buses. They got trains. They got the metro. What what is this with not we don't have access to healthcare? Is it so super virtually impossible to get in to the place? It's up on a mountain surrounded by barbed wire, flaming barbed wire and moats. What is this access? I I don't know from this access they're talking about. There's tons of doctor's offices. There's tons of, you know what they have now? They have this thing called urgent care. It's not an emergency room, but it's like an urgent care. You go in, there's doctors, nurses, you know, all that, and they come in, it's fully equipped, and they take care of you. For You know, you're not so big stuff. Or maybe you're not sure. Is this a big thing? Is this, am I having a problem here? And then they evaluate and they tell you. They tell you. I don't know, man. They're, they have co-opted the language. You know who this group is? This is a liberal group with a liberal agenda. And you know what they want to do? They want to wear their white coat. This is not all doctors. I'm talking about this Doctors for America, folks. Don't get it twisted. I love doctors. Some of my best friends are doctors. I mean, come on. But this group, Doctors for America, it's a group with a liberal agenda, and all they're doing is looking to use their white coat, gain credibility. They wear a, a costume of credible, health-loving doctors. Look, I just care about you. I don't care about politics. I just care about you. I'll tell you who this isn't. This isn't this is not Doctors Without Borders. Okay, this is what they say is a fact. You ready for this? I might lose my mind. How many minutes we have? Twenty five minutes, twenty six minutes. I'm gonna just say this. I am so hungry I could eat my own elbow. They should rename this my super duper top uh, <laughs> researcher of all time. Uh it should be renamed LDA. Instead of Doctors for America, which is DFA, 
It should be renamed LDA, which is Liberal Doctors for America. I like it. We'll talk to them for that. I think they'd be proud to wear that moniker, although it's not as tricky. It's not as tricky. All right, so this is what they say is a fact. I'm going to refute this. This is real, folks. I'm not making this up. This is what they say is fact. So you need to understand that when somebody says this is fact, you got to be suspicious. you got to look it up. Well, I've looked it up. I've researched it. Six ways to Sunday. It is estimated, this is what they say, it is estimated that less than 5% of all violent crimes are directly linked to a form of mental illness. Now, I, I want to just say this to you as nicely as I can, because I'm Mr. Peaceful and Mr. Nice, even though I'm starving. Listen, I could eat some steak fries or crinkle cut fries, done a little bit crispy, but I can't have them because they're not on my diet. Nice shades. White potatoes, can't have them. But even in my hunger, I can tell you that that statement, it is estimated that less than 5% of violent crimes are directly linked to a form of mental illness. Let me say this. You know, you know by all these mass shootings and all this stuff that goes on, you know, you know, you know. It's Well, the first thing they always say, of course, is on the press. They always say this. They say, well, that was the Tea Party. Yeah, Tea Party. That Tea Party, I'll tell you right now, that Tea Party, they, that's, I bet you that's what this is. is tea, this has Tea Party written all over it, that Tea Party. Shooting up things, you know they all love guns. They all love guns. Crazy, isn't it? Hey, why don't we take a call? Let me see if this is uh let me just let me just see a four oh seven number. Let's just see. I think that is four oh seven is is um that is in Florida and that is Orlando. Let's see. Welcome to the show. All right. It is just but at the Hello. Hello, welcome to the show. This is Collision of Faith and Politics. We were on with Dr. Sean the Ninja Pastor. Hey, very good guess. Uh, that's where we're at in Atlanta, Florida, and it is pouring down rain. It just started pouring down rain down here. Oh, I man. Mean, it is black. Monsoon style almost, you know. It's that Love time it. of the year we get a little bit of rain. Yeah, it feels L- good. Little liquid, a little liquid sunshine. A little liquid sunshine. A little liquid sunshine, man. The last couple of days been, you know, in that 90-degree range again, so we're starting to see the heat come back. Whew. Whew. That's bad. That's bad. Hey, yeah. what's on your mind today? Well, you know, that's very, you know, the Second Amendment's our most important amendment. It's the backbone of our country, you know what I mean? That's why our founders put it there. And, you know, they're going to do everything they can. I mean, that's it's not surprising that uh, Obama's doing these things. And it wasn't just him. It's just been a long-going process of trying to get the guns away from the people of the United States. And uh, I think we're... Uh, but I, I, the good part about it, and I uh, wrote uh, a letter to the editor... Editor, um, article about it here in Orlando is that because of Obama, we have more guns in the hands of our citizens and more ammunition than ever. Uh, it was getting in short supply there, and I know that they're trying to use that ammo uh, aspect to try to cut down on arms. But I think, you know, in a way, it's backfiring on them, and Americans are really, you know, standing up and, and um, moving up to the plate and saying, yeah, we're going to grab more arms and we're not going to take it from you, Mr. Government. You're our servant. Hey, and we're, and we're hey what's your well. first name? 
What's your first name? Uh, my first name's Ed. Hey, Ed. All right, let me ask you this. Have you ever seen a better gun salesman and ammo salesman than Barack Hussein Obama? No. That dude, he's been that great. dude can I sell mean, guns like nobody's business. I know. I, I, I have a friend who owns a gun shop, and I've talked to others, and, you know, he has been great. So you got to look at the positive aspects of Barack Obama. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of negative, but in a way, he's kind of rallying the troops. We're starting to wake up our eyes. Our eyes are opening up. Uh, you know, we're not being uh, lulled to sleep anymore. We're uh, kind of getting up there, and, you know, I, in a way, I kind of hope Hitler really wins. I think Hillary will probably win. I, I just don't see anybody that can beat her because the establishment, the establishment is pretty powerful. Maybe Bush could, but, I, you know, I, I don't think even if Bush runs against Hillary, I don't think the um, base for the Republicans will come out for Bush. Or not, the, you know, the Tea Party part of it and, and the people nah, that are getting tired of it. I don't think hey, they'll, they'll come out for Bush. I think Hillary hey, will win. Let me ask you this. Let me just ask you this, and this is a straight-up question. You don't have to answer if you don't want to. But so, so Ed is at the doctor's office. He stumped his toe, you know, going from going out to his lanai there. He's going he's gonna to cool off on the hot Orlando summer evening. And he stumps his toe, uh, cuts it open. He goes to the urgent care, goes to the emergency room, wherever he goes for his medical care. And he sits down. He's filling out the paperwork. He tells him every which way he's going to pay. And then they say, uh, do you have guns in your house, Ed? What does Ed say? That's uh, none of your business. Well, there you go. But what happens when you say that's none of your business? What do you think happens? Oh, you're going to be on the NSA watch list, and which most Americans probably are already. You know what I mean? Yeah. Although, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. I, but, you know, how many people are on the NSA watch list, and how many people can they watch, really? And, how you know, we need to really dig down into what the NSA is all about and how yeah. many people they employ and what they're doing. Because they're our servants. We are their bosses. And that's yeah. what we got to really get back to. we got to get back to we got to lead these idiots out of the uh, crap hole they're trying to put us down. But, you know, I think the resolve, I, I think I feel pretty good about things. I'm pretty optimistic. I, I do think Hillary is going to win. But just like Obama, I, I don't think that, you know, their, their crap's going to go anywhere. I mean, no. yeah, they did put Obamacare in, but a lot of people are just ignoring it, and we're going to see. And, and, and yeah, the Republicans—they pull the Republicans by the nose. I mean, really, the Republicans probably are just going to walk right behind Obama and say, "Yeah, Obamacare is here, it's here to stay. You can't do anything about it." But we can ignore it, and we can go to our own—you know—start uh, bringing about more states' rights and, and going to doctors on our own, on the side, different things like that. Just yeah. you know, go around it, go around yeah. it, and that's what we're going to. Do because the, the Republicans really, I, I despise them more than I do the Democrats. I know where the Democrats are. They are the socialist Marxists. They are the parasite in our country. But the Republicans walk right long step. They might try to say, "Oh, we're going to take a step back," but then the Democrats take two step forwards and they and they fall right there. This thing isn't just over ten years. It's been a hundred years in the making to put us where we're at. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, uh, Ed, I like your uh, positivity. I like how positive and optimistic you are. Are you originally from Central PA or like Pittsburgh? Yeah, I'm from Pittsburgh originally. Oh, oh come on, I called it right. Yeah, the yeah, boy can leave it, Pittsburgh, but he'll Pittsburgh never leaves the boy. But the boy can leave Pittsburgh. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, listen, man, I like how you think and you express yourself very well, and I appreciate you calling in today. How in the world did you hear hey. about our show? Uh, blog talk radio. Awesome. awesome. You know, well, we're glad to have you. 
Tell your friends, and yeah. uh, and we're just glad to have you. Thank you so much for calling today, Ed. I appreciate yeah. it. All right, have bye-bye. a good one, brother. Ed from Pittsburgh. I'd have bet on that. I'd have bet just about anything that he was from Pittsburgh. Uh, but he's down there in beautiful Orlando, Florida. I, hey, look, I did my book tour down in Florida, most of it in Florida. We went other places, but um, I fell in love with the people of Florida. They were great people, freedom-loving people, and um, awesome, awesome. I did a lot of lot of speeches on Mondays and a lot of meetings and stuff down at the Villages uh, on Mondays down in Florida. Great, great people, I'm telling you, really great people all throughout there. Winter Park, uh, just I start naming them like 30 different cities, so... Great people. Well, thank you for that call, Ed. That was awesome, and uh, we're glad to have you. So, so here's the thing. I, first of all, you know, I said that this is what they say is fact. It's estimated that less than five percent of violent crimes are directly linked to a form of mental illness. Well, then they follow that up with this is what they say: individuals with mental illness receiving adequate treatment from health professionals are less likely to commit violent acts. It's critically important to increase access to mental health services. I don't get this. This access business. What, we put it up on a mountain, a moat around it. Uh, you can get your mental health care, but you got to swim this moat. And by the way, we have crocodiles or alligators if you're down in Florida. What about all the, 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 the Muslim acts of gun violence? This religion of Islam, it's not... It's not responsible. That the ISIS cutting off heads, burning people alive? No, that's not. That is no, that's not terrorism or Islam. Islam is peaceful. These people that we don't even know what they are. Yeah, okay, they have the name Islam, but that doesn't mean anything. But see, if you examine all the other acts of mass gun violence, you don't look at the the Muslim shooting up people. You and just in this country alone, you look at the mass gun violence. What do you see? You see direct involvement of mental illness psychotropic drugs, and the lack of desire within the mental illness community to allow greater public and policy influence on the publication of that mental illness. Now, they do all this ostensibly to protect the privacy of the patient. Here's the problem. These people commit crimes to obtain guns. They're committing crimes. They go into gun-free zones to commit the crimes. Now, where do these shootings happen? Gun-free zones. Gun-free zones. I don't understand it. These doctors don't want people to have guns, or they do. They don't they don't want us to have guns. Oh wait, no no no. No no no. What they really want is they want people with a mental illness to have guns because that's not fair to them. That's not right. We don't want them to feel bad about themselves. Look, I, I mental illness is a real thing. Mental illness is a is a real thing. And and I don't think there should be a a, a stigma to it. Yeah, uh, California Living uh, on on chat, she just pointed something out. Islam equals workplace violence, according to Obama. How about this? They conceded, Department of Defense conceded they're going to give Purple Hearts, but they're not going to give any of the associated benefits to all the people down that the uh, not-a-Muslim psychiatrist, U.S. Army psychiatrist, shoots up all these people down at Fort Hood kills all these people, injures all these people, permanently disables a lot of people, but they don't get the they don't get the purple oh wait, we're gonna give you the purple heart after all these years. We're gonna give you the purple heart, but we're not gonna give you any of the benefits. We're just gonna give you this piece of jewelry. They also say increased gun legislation will not 
This Now, this is what I say. Increased gun legislation, gun control, will not reduce gun violence. I say that. You say that. Reasonable people say that. Why do we say it? Now, this is what they say in response. They say this is the fact. Studies show that there are fewer gun-related deaths per capita in states with stricter gun control provisions. Homicide rates are highest among people between the ages of 18 to 20. Broadening restrictions for purchasing and possessing firearms under the age of 21 has the potential to reduce gun-related violence. Let me just throw some truth on you. I'm going to lay this on you. That's a big fat lie. These doctors for America should be liberal doctors of America. They're telling you studies. What studies? They don't have this footnoted, by the way. Studies show that there are fewer gun-related deaths per capita in states with stricter. What are some of those states? Illinois, where Chicago is? Because guess what? That's the strictest gun laws in the country. Where are all the murders? The number one place? Chicago, Illinois. How about Detroit? Detroit, Michigan, super strict. How about Washington, D.C.? Super strict. How about any any city in New Jersey? Super strict. Homicide rates are highest among people between the ages of 18 to 20. I got a newsflash for you. Nowadays, it's 14 to 25, 26, 28. And they're killing each other with stolen guns. Where are they stealing these guns from? Well, they're not stealing them from they'll, – they'll commit burglaries, and they'll commit robberies, and they'll take guns legally, but it's the black market. And you know what they don't do? They don't see a sign on a door – I don't think they go to uh, – I, I don't think they go to Starbucks, but if they did, which I don't go to Starbucks because they don't allow guns, and, and that guy, the CEO of Starbucks, is a loon. It's uber-liberal. Puts his nose in places. The the writing on there, but let's have a discussion about race on the cups. Shut up, dude. What do you know? They're not going in. Listen, the bad guys aren't going in and going, oh, no, there's a sign with a circle and a line through it, and it's red, and I better not go in there because I got a gun. Of course, it's illegal. I stole it. But... They got a sign. You know how I respect signs, so I'm not going in. It's probably a law. You know how I respect laws, so I'm not going in. Not going to do it. It's ridiculous. This is the other thing uh, that we say as knowledgeable people. You know, the NRA convention is going on down in Tennessee, or Tennessee, if you prefer. And we we say what the truth is. The truth is assault weapons bans, they don't work. They didn't work when Clinton did it. And they, they're not going to work now. Well, this is what they say. The previous law, this is Clinton's law, allowed for the sale of copycat weapons, grandfathered weapons, and import of assault weapons that accepted large-capacity magazines. And this is the other thing that they say. It is estimated that banning large-capacity magazines could result in 100 fewer homicides, 500 fewer wounded by gunshot, and thousands fewer experiencing psychological trauma due to mass shootings annually. Now, let's go back and let's say what they said about mental illness. They said, no, those people don't commit crimes. This is 5%. Every single mass shooting, despite them saying, yep, that's the Tea Party again. And then it turns out it's not the Tea Party. It's some dude with a mental illness who's off his meds, who's now shooting up schools and workplaces. Doesn't have anything to do 
with a number of rounds. Oh, but you know what? Sandy Hook, you know, if that kid hadn't had all those rounds, my goodness. Let me ask you something. Has anybody Does anybody care at all that they keep talking about the assault weapons used at Sandy Hook? Uh, but we have on video after the dude killed himself, the punk coward killed himself after shooting all those kids. They said with a with an assault weapon, with an AR-15. Guess what they took out of his trunk after he was dead? An AR-15, a long gun. He didn't use a long gun. He used a pistol. So what are we going to outlaw pistols? You could give me a five round magazine, which you better not try because. I'm totally against any of these types of restrictions. But you give me a five-round magazine. Let me have five or ten magazines. And I can go through and I can I can change magazines in a, a tenth of a second and be back on target and firing. It's ridiculous. So the, so the law enforcement, they're the only ones that are allowed to have large-capacity magazines. Well, why would you want a large-capacity magazine? Well, that's ridiculous. You don't need to run around. It's just like the claim, well, that cop shot him six times. Why you got to shoot anybody six times? Stop watching movies, folks. I can tell you firsthand, the first round almost never stops them. And because uh, the liberals want police officers to, to use guns that are less threatening and less chance of penetra- over-penetration, uh, you know, they make them carry a 9 millimeter, which has been proven that unless you make the perfect shot, which you're not going to do under the worst of circumstances, you're going to only be half as good as your best training day. You're not, and they're going to keep coming. Now, this South Carolina trooper that shot this man, he was running away. Listen, I'm not I'm not for that. The man should go to jail. And, and I don't know why he did it. I don't know why he did it. I, you know, I was a police officer. I, I don't know why he did it. I have no idea. I haven't seen the whole video, so I don't know. There was a gap in time. I don't know what happened there. But I can tell you, by what it looks like to me, and I'm a little more discriminating than the average person, you know, he had no business shooting the guy. Well, you saw how many times he shot him. You heard that little pop gun, pop, 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 pop. Shot that guy a bunch of times. It took him a while to go down. It took him a while to die. Now, if that was a real life-threatening situation, my goodness. What if he was running towards you and away from you? How about Michael Brown? Well, you would, why do you need a large capacity? Because sometimes it takes a lot more than one. In fact, most of the time, it takes more than one. What if you have a misfeed? What if you have a, a, a defective round, a dud? The deadliest, worst, most feared sound to anybody in a gunfight is click on an empty round or a malfunction. I don't need to hear about large capacity magazines. You know the number one weapon that people kill people the most with? Baseball bat. We ban bats? Drunk drivers, we ban cars? But see, they make this stuff up. Now, here's another thing that they said. After the assault weapons ban was lifted, 37% of police departments surveyed indicated an increase in the use of assault weapons by criminals. Now, you want to know who they asked. They went to Chicago. They went to Detroit. They went to Washington, D.C.
all liberal, ultra-liberal cities run by ultra-liberals who are anti-gun. The chiefs of police in those cities, uh, you guessed it, ultra-liberal, anti-gun. 37% of police departments surveyed in an increase, uh, in, indicated an increase in the use of assault weapons by criminals. <laughs> Most bogus thing I've ever seen. They'll lie, they'll lie, and they'll lie. One of them will lie, and the other one will swear to it. This other uh, thing that we talk about is increased background checks won't help decrease gun violence. This is what they say. A study of 53 U.S. cities by Johns Hopkins down in Baltimore, where there's no gun violence there, and Maryland, and especially Baltimore, very strict gun laws. Johns Hopkins shows states that require background checks have 48% lower interstate gun trafficking rates. In states requiring background checks, 38% fewer women are shot and killed by their intimate partners. According to CBS News New York Times poll in January 2013, 92% of Americans favor universal background checks for all potential gun buyers. Well, let me just let me just lay some truth on you in the three minutes we have left. Whenever somebody goes in almost every state in the nation, when you go to buy a gun, you know what you have to fill out? You have to fill out a background check. So they're acting like people don't have to fill out a background, just like at uh, the gun show loophole. Oh, yeah, the gun show loophole. You know, you got to shut that down. you got to shut down the gun shows. You buy a gun at a gun show, guess what you have to fill out? You have to fill out a background check. And you can't have your gun until it comes through clear. It's a bogus, bogus line. The only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. This is what they say to refute that truth. Mass shootings occurred at schools despite the presence of an armed sheriff's deputy on the Columbine campus or an on-campus security team at Virginia Tech. Now, let me just say this. First of all, it blows my mind that they're this brazen, but they are, and that's what we're fighting against. Mass shootings occurred at schools despite the presence of an armed sheriff's deputy and armed sheriff's deputy at the Columbine campus, Columbine, Colorado. Have you seen how giant that campus was? It's giant. It's huge. One guy. Campus security team at Virginia Tech, most of whom are unarmed. Most of whom are unarmed. They, they say the number of gun-related fatalities and injuries are highly correlated with the presence of more guns. There is a five-fold increase in suicide and three-fold increase in homicide when guns are present. Here's what they don't tell you. When they talk about gun violence... We only have a minute left. When they talk about gun violence, what they tell you, they give you a number and they include suicide. That's what they're including in that number. They're liars. Listen, come back. Thank you for joining me today. You know, I really appreciate it. And also thank you, Ed, for your call. It was an excellent call. Uh, thank you for all you in, in, in uh, chat. You're awesome. I love it. And I love the vibrance of this group. Tell your friends. Please tell your friends. Tell them to sign up. Come to subscribe on blogtalkradio.com backslash the ninja pastor or go to the facebook.com backslash God and Country Radio. Click on sign up and I would love to have you. We appreciate you joining us. Stay in the fight. We'll be back here next Monday at 4 p.m. and every Monday thereafter, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., two straight hours. 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. next Monday. Come and join us.
Join us next time for The Collision of Faith and Politics. And please follow this show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the ninja pastor. And follow Dr. Sean on Twitter at the ninja pastor and on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash God in Country Radio and at www.drseangreener.com. In the meantime, Dr. Sean will be fighting for you and for this great country. Thank you for joining in this fight.